now. I agree with the song. I don't know why you loved us so. Don't know why you gave so much to save us. Lord, hmm, that's love. You chose us. You picked us. You loved us in spite of us. And you proved it by sending your only begotten son and dying for us. But you rose for us all because you love us like that. Father, we say thank you. We worship you. We magnify you because you are worthy of all the praise. So on this day, it's all about you. In fact, every day is all about you. So Lord, speak now. Hide me behind your shatana of glory. Let them not see Tracy. Let them not hear Tracy. But let them see you. Father, even now, manifest yourself. Even now, glorify yourself. Lord, even now, lift up Jesus that all men may see him in the mighty name, in the glorious name, in the precious name of Jesus. We pray, hallelujah, glory, and thanks to the media people and the choir for leading us in the worship. Let us, let us preach. Yes. We are coming out of Isaiah chapter 9, and we are reading the King James, and we are starting in, in verse 6. I, Probably won't get no farther than that. I know I won't. Hallelujah. And it reads as such in our hearing. It's a prophecy that was given about 750 years before the birth of Christ. But it's a prophetic word that points towards Christ Jesus. And it reads as such in our hearing hearing, unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. The kingdom will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. We stop right there. Amen. The, the subject matter of our sermon this morning is the greatest gift and the greatest story ever told. Amen. And I have to come back and say, no wonder 
No wonder the Father has highly exalted him. No wonder he is worthy of all the praise. No wonder we ought to give him praise today and every day. No, no wonder, no wonder. In our text, Isaiah is prophesying. There is something over 360 prophecies in the Old Testament that directly points towards Jesus as the Messiah, and Jesus fulfills every one of them. Here we begin what seems to be at his birth, but it's more than that. It, it seems to be simple. We are familiar with this verse, but it's more than that. If you read by too fast, all you hear is a child was born, and, and we would say, yeah, we know in Bethlehem, but that is his birthly birth. That was his earthly birth, his carnal birth. That was him becoming a man. But, but if you go to the next section, phase of it, 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 it is contrary to what we just read. On to us, watch this, a capital, a son is given, not born, but given. There is a paradox in this verse. If we look at it correctly, what it's saying is the invisible became visible. <laughs> the, the, the untouchable became touchable. He who from the beginning was unapproachable because he is pure light wrapped himself up in human flesh and became touchable for you and I. Oh, oh, listen, listen. The eternal, which means that in his original self, he had no beginning and no end. And he who made time stepped in time for you and I. Oh, 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 I mean the one who created everything. Oh, wrapped himself up and stooped down and became one of us. It, it shows the earthly uh, and it shows the glory. Listen, 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 listen. He who was all glorious took off his glory and wrapped himself up and became one of us. God became a man. And all you see is Jesus in a manger. You don't see enough. And you still got him in a manger, and you think that's his beginning, then you are really missing the greatest story ever told. We, we can't appreciate the scene in Bethlehem until you recognize he didn't begin there, but this is a moment in time, and he did it for you and for I. What a God that, that he became our kinsman redeemer. And what I mean by that is that because we was wrapped up in sin and Adam messed up in sin, he messed all of us up. It's 
high time for us to quit blaming Eve. It's time to, to really point the finger at Adam because God told Adam. Adam told Eve. And the man is the seed. He gives the seed, not the woman. The reason why we so messed up, because Adam got messed up. And since Adam gave seed to the rest of his children, they was messed up. I ain't talking about your family, but, but your family messed up. My family messed up. When he fell, he messed us all up. Very technical because you got to remember that since God gave authority to Adam, Adam gave the earth authority to the devil, and only a man could take it back. They tell us that he was born of a virgin. Jesus had to be born of a virgin because he could not be touched by a seed of a man. It was the Holy Ghost that impregnated her and all she did was wrap the seed up in human flesh. He was fully God and fully man. He stooped. He stooped. I say this three times when God stooped and and played in mud. I take that back. It's four times. He, he, He stooped in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, when he took the dust of the earth and formed Adam and, and made him. But hold on, hold on, hold on. He took the rib that he stooped again and played and worked Eve around what he took out of Adam. Then he stooped when he became one of us to die for us on Calvary, in, in Bethlehem, you see God stooping to become one of us. And somebody said, but you said a fourth time, he stooped when he touched you and I. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but he had a stoop low to come into my mess. See, he, we couldn't reach up to him, so he came down to us. That's love. That's love. Yes, every day we ought to wake up saying, thank you. Yes. We ought to wake up every day saying, Lord, I love you. Well, I don't know wow. why you love me so much. Let me, let me step into this a little bit. I know I don't got much time, but I need to step into this a little bit. The devil is trying everything he can to make us doubt the heart and love of God. When you you go into the book of Job, this is what it says at the end. It says, in all this, Job did not charge God with evil. But the devil made it seem like it was God doing it. Hold on now. I know I'm not by myself. Sometimes I don't understand why I got to go through 
what I go through. Sometimes I don't understand why situation that, that God who loves me is all powerful, but he allows things to come my way. Sometimes I don't know why the earth is so evil and wicked, but, but, but whenever I begin to doubt the heart of God, I go back to the cross. If you want to see the heart of God towards you, for you, God gave his only begotten son to die for you and all. And it took all that to save you and us. Psalms 85 helps us to explain what happened. Psalms 85 verse 11 says this. It says, it says mercy and loving kindness and truth met together. Huh? We got to understand what's happening here. It's talking about the character of God, that God is love, that God is merciful, but he is also truth, which is holy. The holiness of God has to judge sin. It's, 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 it's who he is. He, he has to. It's his character. God is immutable, which means he cannot change who he is. His character cannot change. He, he, if he's not true to his character, to his nature, he will cease being God. So therefore, though he loved us, because Satan put sin in us, he will have to judge us with the same judgment that Satan and the demons are going to face. Listen, sin is not just who we, what we do. It became who we are. He put it on the inside. With me, even a baby <laughs> sins. They would tell you no after you told them to do something. Two-year-old can't spell no. No. <laughs> and you didn't teach them that. It's in them. Rebellion. Listen, so, so Satan said, says, I can't beat you. I'm going to use you against you. And I'm going to make them like me. And since I know you're going to judge me, now you got to judge the ones you love. But look what this says. It says that since Jesus was born and went to the cross, what was happening at the cross was God's loving kindness and truth met together. Let me explain. He said, he said, yes, it's true that they have sinned. Yes, it's true that I don't see my character and glory in them. But what I have done is I judge my son. I put my wrath on him. Then I took them and I put them in my son. So when I look at them, I don't see the sin in them. 
I see my character in them because I put myself in them. Then I put them in me and I see the righteousness of Jesus Christ. The, the purpose was that goats and, and bulls could not take away sin. It just held it over. Did you know that from the foundation of the earth that, that they had this plan? Love and kindness, they, they met, but what's this? Righteousness, that's holiness. And peace, kissed. That's intimacy. <laughs> that's, that's God saying, saying, saying I, I'm not going to judge you, matter of fact, I'm even going to kiss you. Lord, how can you kiss me after I've done all that I've done? When I've been so bad, when I on purpose rejected you, how in the world can you stoop down and kiss me? He said, the reason why I can kiss you in spite of you is because my son took care of it. And he took all that you have ever done, will do, and I placed it on the cross. And I poured my wrath on him so I can pour my goodness on you. Somebody ought to shout. Somebody. And we want to tell other stories. And we want to listen to other stories. The greatest story ever told is the story of how much God loves us because he did it because he loves us. You know one other thing? I, I believe that we need a, a illumination and a revelation of his love. I, I believe that, that, that God needs to open up our spirit, open up our hearts so we can experience how he is, if God could be maxed out. He's maxed out. But since he's infinite, there is no maxed out. <laughs> That means that you can't measure this love and you can't do nothing about it because he chooses. He chooses. Let, let, let me say something to somebody who thinks they're good enough. You're not good enough. God's not looking for our goodness. He's looking for his nature that has been implanted, born again in us when you accept Jesus. Unless he replaces the seed of his character in us accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, he can't see himself. We were originally born in his image. And when Adam sinned, we murdered it, messed up it. I was reading Isaiah 52, and, and, and I, I studied 52 and 53, and, and, and in that, it shows the cross 750 years before the coming of Christ. And, and he says in 52, he said, I, I, I see my servant will act wisely. 
he will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. As he said, he, he became God the Son, became God the Father's servant. He became us in Bethlehem. We don't, just as many who, who were appalled at his appearance, listen, he was so, they beat him all night. He was so disfigured beyond that of any human being, which means that he was worse than Emmett Till. Said more than any human being, and his form was so murdered beyond human likeness. You gotta understand, the devil was in the beating of him. Because the devil knew who he was. The devil knew exactly who he was. So, so they beat him beyond imagination. But because he had no sin, he could not die. <laughs> he just took it. Listen, listen, the cross didn't kill him. He gave his life up. <laughs> Since he had no sin, he, the death penalty wasn't on him, but he willingly surrendered to it because he surrendered to become one of us to pay for us what we could not pay. My, my brother and sister, it goes deeper than that. In, in 53, verse 10 and 11 said, and God saw his soul, this is the first three hours, the second three hours is that he saw his soul to veil. Soul is not the body. The soul is the part of you that is your thinking, that is your emotions, that is, that make of who you are. And he said, and, and, and I placed on him all of your hurts. All your feelings. All your soul wounds. I not only came to save your spirit, I came to heal your soul. So, so when you look at that baby in Bethlehem, you need to see the, clear, the, the complete picture. He came to die. He came to set you and I free. I, I, I want to start here and say, there's healing for the wounds of your soul. You don't have to stay messed up. I know they did so-and-so. I know they did so But Jesus paid it all. He not only dealt with the sin penalty, he dealt with the hurt. Because not only have we sinned, but we've been sinned against. He didn't come so that you would stay messed up. He came so that you and your soul can be whole. I think, I think, I think, you know, and you watch, they try to move Jesus out of Christmas. I, I went to the store to buy some Christmas cards, and, and, and I kept on looking, and I, I know it was late, but I couldn't find anything about Christ. More and more. 
the, the greatest story ever told is being pushed out. We ought to make a commitment today that we won't quit telling the story. <laughs> we, we need to make a commitment today that our kids are going to know, our grandkids are going to know, everyone that comes along, we're going to tell them the story that, uh, 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 that, the, that the reason for this day is Jesus and he was born in Bethlehem, but it doesn't stay that cute. He came to die. He came to die. But my brothers and sisters, we got to get back to the, the, the greatness of what God did for us. Watch it. It pleased the Father to bruise him. So he wouldn't have to bruise us. He has put him to grief when he made his soul, not just his body now. You got to deal with all three parts, his spirit, his soul, and his body. These are, he made his soul an offering for sin. Your heart been broken, he took it. Your mama and your daddy wasn't there for you. He took her. Driving home from a counseling session, horrible, horrible, horrible counseling session of a woman that was in having a nervous breakdown and it's still from her, her childhood. Tears was lapping up under my chin. I said, well, I don't understand. I don't understand why you allow such things to happen to children and then the fallout of it is that some things we, we seem to never get over. And I remember as I was driving, the Holy Spirit filled my car. It, it was so thick, it was like I could cut it with a butter knife. And he said, Tracy, point them to me. He said, because if I couldn't heal it, I wouldn't allow it to happen. But since I can heal it, I allowed it so they will find their soul salvation and healing in me. Oh, our God is good. Can you imagine that if you were the only person in the world, he would have died for you? Can you imagine? He personally, he personally stepped in for you and I. He personally called us by name. He personally wrapped up Satan, bind him, removed the blindfold, and stepped in for you and I through the Holy Spirit. He personally, he personally walked us in, in, in mercy till grace could catch us. He personally, I'm learning, I'm learning that, that, he shows me my lack so that I can lean into his sufficiency. He, he's showing me, he's showing me that, 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 that in my, my inability, I find 
him to be everything I need him to be. I'm learning in my loneliness. He's a friend that would stick closer than a brother. I'm learning that he's the source of our everything. You really don't know how good he is until you don't have him. When you're leaning on everything else and refuse to lean on him, you don't have nothing. <laughs> until God takes our crutches away, until God breaks us down, he, he, can't, he, can't, he can't build you up as long as you think you're standing. But when you come to recognize, Lord, I can't make it without you. I'm not strong. You are strong. Lord, you came so that you could be our every, 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 everything. They kiss. They kiss. When God kissed us, he kissed us with his lips of peace. You know what he says? I'm not mad at you. <laughs> There's no anger between us. I love you. I choose to. You don't have to work for it. You just have to open up your heart and receive it. Have, have you really received the love of God? Have you really? We, we got Christians who say, but they don't know him as the Prince of Peace. We got Christians, but they don't know him as their counselor. Sometimes we're too smart for our own good. We think we know. <laughs> what I'm learning is that, that the more I surrender, the more I see him. The, the more, the more, the more, the more I say, yes, Lord, the more he shows me. The, the more I say, Lord, help me to see you. I, I begin to understand that he's orchestrating everything in our lives. And what he has for us is bigger than what we have for ourselves. Sometimes it don't make sense. But it won't make sense until you're ready to see it. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me go back to Job. Job, God knew he could trust him with all that he went through because Job knew him enough to say, God is not doing evil because God's heart towards me is not evil. Though evil has happened in this fallen world with fallen people, with a fallen devil, God himself still holds me. We got to get to the place that when things get harder, we lean in even more. <laughs> Somebody says, strap up. <laughs> 
there's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough ride. So somebody I, I saw somebody send me a YouTube tape and what it said was this: How could a loving God send people to hell? And this young man had a had an awesome answer. He said, "Wait a minute, God isn't." sending anyone to hell. In fact, the whole world is already condemned because we all have sinned. He said, God is sending the lifeboat to rescue us. They said that the Titanic was built, and I remember the caption saying that even God couldn't sink it. <laughs> they were so confident in their man-made boat that they did not put enough lifeboats on the boat. Well, why would you put enough lifeboats on a boat that never could sink? But something went wrong. There was an iceberg in a place where it wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> And the iceberg only showed a little bit of itself up top, but it was big underneath. And when that shit hit that iceberg, the ship failed, not the iceberg. Now, how in the world can frozen ice be stronger than steel? But when God got a hand in it, Listen, they said that that boat turned up 90 degrees up and started going down. It would have been okay if they had enough lifeboats, but somebody was too smart for their own good. I want you to know that Jesus is our lifeboat. There's enough of him to save everybody. But you gotta get in the boat. He's trying to save you, but he can't make you get in. He's trying to reach out to you, but he can't make you choose. He's saying that whosoever will, let it come. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. That's how good our God is. That's how good he is. That's how good he is. We're not saved by silver and gold. First Peter 1, 18 and 21. We have not been redeemed by corruptible things like silver or gold. He says, but, but by the precious blood of the Lamb, his blood saved us. He said, he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world. It was manifest in these last times for you, through him you believe in God, that he raised things from the dead. And gave him back glory. You know, what he, you know what he, you know what Philippians says? It says that he who was in the form of God and he was God, did not hold on to his reputation, but he, he didn't hold on to it, but he emptied.
and became like you and I. No wonder he ought to be praised. He didn't give up his himself being God, but he gave up his glory. How I know that? Because in John chapter 17, when he's praying, he said, Father, give me back the glory that I had with you. Wrap me back up in that, in that, in that unapproachable light. Lord, it wasn't his character that changed. He laid down his glory or he wrapped up his glory in human flesh. Don't you see him on the Mount of Transfiguration when he couldn't hold it in for a little bit and he began to shout? <laughs> oh, 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 I, I don't know about you. I get excited when I talk about Jesus. I get excited because I recognize he stepped in right on time to save me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let, let me, let me, let me, let me end this. Let me, let me go. Let me, let me, I, I could preach this all day, but, but I ain't going to preach it all day. I, I could go on and on and on. He says that, that he who God, the very God, did not think it was e equality with God a thing to be eagerly grasped or, or retained or held on to, but he humbled himself. He, 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 he let his privileges and right of dignity go. He, he let go of his glory and he assumed the form of a servant. And in being a human being, after he appeared in human form, he, he abased himself. He, he, he stooped down again. And he became obedient to death. Even the death of the cross. Yes, he did. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He did it for you and I. Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> what a God. Yes. How good he is. But watch this. It says, but the day is coming. When everybody gonna be in heaven for a moment. Did, did you hear that? Everybody gonna be there for a moment. <laughs> it doesn't everybody ain't staying. <laughs> Even the devil, the demon's gonna be there for a moment. Huh, huh, huh. The stage is being set. Yeah. The, everything is being made ready. Yeah. And God the Father, yeah. God the Father yeah. is gonna say, confess. Speak, and everybody's going to bow. He's going to say, I present to you my son, my only son, the one who became human, the one, and he's going to have full glory. He was a lamb, but he's a lion now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He was low, but he's very high now. He said, at the name of Jesus, every tongue, will confess and every knee shall bow that Jesus Christ is Lord. I pray that in 23 we get a divine revelation 
of his love for us. It says, it says, he says, I, I pray that you be rooted and grounded in the foundation of his love. I pray that, that, you, that you come to know and experience, that you know the height of it, that you know the depth of it, that you know the width of it, that you come to know the dimensions of it. And, 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 and as this revelation, that you become full of God in your life. That, 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 that temporary thing you let go of. That carnal things you don't walk in no more. Why? Because you recognize he loves me. He loves me. He loves me. Now watch this and I'm finished. He says, he says, now on the hill. Hold on. Why do you go from seeing his love to saying now on the hill? The more you see his love, the more you see how much he loves you. The more your faith grows. The more you recognize now on the hill who's not just able but willing to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask I can imagine according to the power that he has already put in us. Glory to the Father. Glory to Jesus. Glory from the Dominions to dominions, glory to his name. I don't know where you are today, but if you are not glorifying him now, if you don't know him now, then you have not gotten in the, the wrath, the, the, save, the rescue boat. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's him. Today, ask him to come into your heart. Tell him that I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a minister that will call you back at 513-400-5131. But you right now, right where you are, can say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for conquering death when you got up. Lord, I want to be yours. And if you say that and mean it from your heart, Holy Spirit will come into your life. Oh, he loves you that much. What a gift. What a story that he, and he did it for us. That's love. That's love. I don't know why he loved us so much, but I receive it. Receive it. Receive it. By faith, receive it. Father, <laughs> Father, thank you for what you have done, for what you are doing. Thank you for loving us this much. Father, help us to hold on. Help our unbelief. Help us to trust you when we can't see you, but know that your heart for us 
love. So now, Father, on this day, we celebrate you. We worship you. We lift you up. Touch the lonely at heart. Touch those that got an empty spot at the table. Touch those that by themselves. Let your presence, the manifest presence, fall on them. That they will know that they're never alone. Because you're right there with them. Lord, touch. In the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for joining us. We see you next week. Give him all the praise today as you enjoy the birth of Jesus. Amen. Amen.